Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yo, it's Mr. Carrots, Anwar Carrots. I just jumped off the porch. Dirty glove bastards. Salute. On the basis, she know it. Seen me paragraphs, had I heard it before. So I ignore it. I'm knowing she just mad. Alright, so we got a living legend on the porch with us today. Anwar Carrots. Welcome, bro. Uh, I've been telling people like, like, oh, you inspired, you been here, like, how you living out here, man? I'm grateful. Hmm. Grateful to come to someone else's home, share my love and my energy for this place, collaborate with people in this place that are from here that may never heard of me, never met me, but still trust within their own energy to be around mine. Like, I'm just grateful and blessed to be here, man. Yeah. Especially even this porch, so many people have been on this porch, been watching this shit for how long, like, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm just happy to be here. Happy to be speaking to you again. It's like, like, almost what, 11, 12 years? Probably. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. This is a long time. I first, day, like, man. get my feet. I wouldn't even say get my feet. I think I'd get my feet wet now. Over there, it was just more so just standing at the shore. We we're almost about to hop in the water, but. Yeah, it's like back then, it was like we were both trying to figure out what, what we were doing. We knew we were doing something. Definitely. We definitely. just had to find our way in this shit, man. Mm-hmm. So it's been inspiring kind of just watching your journey, your growth, and the brand's growth is just, it's incredible, man. Yeah. And that was just out of just care. I just keep, <laughs> keep going out of care and the necessity of just wanting to do what I, I guess, saw myself doing, which is what, a, what you call a vision, what, yeah. what you see previous to what's in front of you like the, the tunnel vision that that you hear of like the, the light at the end of the tunnel that light's getting close <laughs> <laughs> it's getting real close but it's just i feel like god wanted me he or she the creator wanted me to see everything the journey feel every emotion yeah and yeah I'm here. We're here. <laughs> Let's yeah. talk. Let's get into it. Yeah. So, you know, I always like to tap into a person's background at first. So yeah. it's weird because I never actually knew where you were from until I started doing my research this week. So come to find out you're from Jersey. You lived in Orlando. You lived in the Virgin Islands before you actually made it to L.A. So, like, how would you say, like, living in those other places kind of shaped you into the person you are today? So I'll break it down like this. So born Trenton, New Jersey. My family, they in Jersey right now, Spring Street, West Trenton, Spring and Calhoun. My pops didn't want me growing up in Trenton. If you know Trenton, New Jersey, you know Jersey for what it is, period. Like, yeah, it's got that reputation, a very yeah, tough so place. If you have the opportunity, and, and a lot of times it's not really even an opportunity. People have the funds to leave. It's just like, if you have the mentality, to get up and leave and you see a better life for you and your family, you get up and go. Yeah. Uh, I say that to anybody. Just, you, you get blessed once you take that journey, no matter where it is. You're gonna find a job. It's the same job in the same city. It's all the same shit. It's just space and opportunity to where you feel free. Just so, like, so. My pops moved us to Orlando. I grew up in Orlando, Florida. I grew up in Pine Hills. 
Okay. So everybody know Pine Hills. Like, yep. And that's from like 92, 93 to 2001. Okay. So I was there all my elementary school. Went to Hiawassee Elementary, shout out Hiawassee Elementary, shout out everybody from Pine Hills. R.I.P. Rail, like my best friend, he got murdered, like 08. That shit, that, that's what's gonna shift and tell the story about like my sound and everything and like my ear, whatever. But Hiawassee Elementary, went to Robinswood Middle School. I stayed like five minutes away from the school. Easy walk to school, we were just talking about that because it's where I'm staying out here, it's like the school is directly across the street from the cul-de-sacs. And they're like, how would you live there? I say, man, I lived like this. It was fire. Get to kick it, like all the homies is outside playing ball at the house. Like it was, my house was that house, it was tight. Um, yeah, uh, 2001, December 11th. September 11th happened. Pops was, nah. My dad a Pisces, so like he intuitive. He felt like, okay, we need to move. So we moved to Virgin Islands. So he wanted to be closer to family. So it was a side of family. I never really got to meet and know like that. Like I was in and out of the Virgin Islands like as a young with my dad. Other than that, first time living in the Virgin Islands. So we moved there, I think what, two weeks being in, I started school. I'm just like, it's culture shock, it's the accent, it's the, Uniforms. I wasn't wearing uniform then because it's like it's Florida in 2001. <laughs> uh, I adapted though, it was fun. Uh, I learned how to play steel pan, I played double tenor, traveled to different islands playing, uh, playing double tenor. Shout out uh, Mr. Sua. Mr. Sua, that was my teacher. Uh, Mr. Sewer, S-E-W-E-R, Bertha Super Shelton Middle School. And I went to Lockhart Elementary as well. So yeah, sixth grade ends there. You don't go to middle school for only for two grades, seventh, eighth grade okay. middle school. Yeah. Sixth grade is still elementary. So that blew my mind going into it. I was like, nah, 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 nah. I'm in middle school. I'm not going to elementary school. Nah, you're going to elementary school. It's sixth grade. <laughs> Move from there. So the initial reason of leaving like the transition between the Virgin Islands and LA. I got chose to be in a Carnival Cruise Line commercial. I was on the beach. Oh, wow. How old were you then? I was 13. Okay. Because in the midst of then, I wasn't doing much. My parents, they had like a, like a little shop. The rent was cheap. I think they were paying like 500 a month at the time. Uh, so my mother started her, like her business. It was a hair salon, and she, made, she sold her own clothing. Like, go cop the clothing, whatever, whatever she wanted to sell her own jewelry that she liked from different countries and stuff like that. So we had a little shop, it was World. Working here, other than that, that happened. She did hair, she knew casting directors and stuff that was on the island that would go back to like Miami and whatever. It's like, I guess it's just a lifestyle there. I never really paid attention to like being coherent now as an adult, like understanding like, oh wow, like I remember all that, but got asked, I asked, does it pay? She's like, yeah, it pays. <laughs> I was like, well, let's do it. I, I didn't really ask how much. I didn't care at the time. I was just like, because I previously done it before living in Orlando. I was like extras on stuff like that. I never was really into like the whole acting thing. That was never really my thing. But living in Orlando, um, I got blessed with my looks. My mother's Nigerian. My dad's Virgin Islands. His pops is half white. Like, 
bunch of little mixtures here. I, I, you got me. I, I'm, I'm grateful. Anyways. Fast forward to that. Said yes, did the commercial, ended up going union. I ended up getting put on SAG, got the residual. Pops was like, yo, we have to move to LA. Moved to LA like July 30, 2004. Another culture shock. I'm already, you know what I mean? I'm already adapted to the island life. I figured it out. I mobbed around with my cousins. Like my favorite island out of all of them was St. John. That's where all my family's at. That's where I played ball at. That's where I learned how to gamble, shoot dice at. Learned how to really count for real, like at that time. So they're doing their legal dealings. Not speaking of which, not, not the this stuff, but things. I'll say, there's cockfights out there. And if you Puerto Rican, you Dominican, it's another way. Like, I don't condone it. I saw it. I was 13. Hmm. Move on. Move to Los Angeles. Yes, got, went to, I was with, I was with at the time, I got, went to LA Models, I was with one of the top, I forgot the damn agency I was with, but it was, it was the one, oh, Acme Talent and Literary, that's who they were, I think, I think it, that was, it was Acme. I wanted to be a kid, that wanted me to do that, I did some of it here and there, parents split up, here goes the divide. Things happen, things change. I'm 14 at the time. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to having single parents. Some had it from younger. I, I can, my heart goes out to you. I can only imagine being, you know, two or three, not having a father. Like, it's a great thing to see dual parents. Like, communication is key. Just not everything all peachy all the damn time. Like, and do your part, help out, whether it's financially, whether it's in the house. It's okay to be a good father. You ain't gotta be hard all the time, man. Like I'm, I'm here to change that frequency and make it okay to be normal again. You know, like <laughs> we all normal. Like just love who you love, you know. Yeah. And not to say my dad didn't love my mother. It was just who needs an alarm in the morning. When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Financially, you know, some are more creative than others and want to express it in that sense other than working for what we call the man. I mean, and we have to get out of that mentality too. If you can't reach it, it's okay. Like, it's okay to help others achieve what they're already achieving. They're providing for you, they're helping you out. It's been like that since the 90s. We watch our parents work hard and shit like that. Like, I know everything's different because we see billionaires and we see millionaires, I'm up here talking about it, but I chose my time and space when I did and put myself in a certain culture and a space at the age I did because my dad always told me, do everything while you're young. You get older, it's gonna be much harder, so. Yeah, I'm, I wasted a lot of my good time in something good, so it wasn't a waste. <laughs> no, that's real. <laughs> yeah, because you started the brand pretty young, right? Yeah, so that's where everything comes into, like, moving to L.A. When I moved to L.A., mind you, between that age of 13, 14, 
Yes, we're on the hip-hop segment. I'm listening to hip-hop all these years. My dad birthed me on hip-hop, R&B, house music. My dad was born in Brooklyn. So he tells me about the tunnel, Studio 54. My dad born in 63. So he's seen all these things. Had all these records in the house, all these albums, and it's just always going to Virgin Records in uh, Orlando. I went to Virgin like every day. Had me listening to music. I never really took it in like that. I was just like, man, I'm ready to go play basketball or like, just go outside. But he had me around music all the time. I don't know if it was intentional, but it helped as of today. I'm sitting here, but let's go backwards again. 14, 14, 14. So yeah, did, did the talent thing. My parents split. Yes, been around music all my life. Just like a lot of same black kids that were raised by black parents. My mother really never pushed the music influence as, as I understand now, but since my mother and I dream, when I get around my other side of the family, it's all Igbo music. My mother's Igbo. She's from Oweri. I always got put on <laughs> Lagos, Emo State. It's a shame I don't speak the language. Yes, it is. I wish I speak, spoke the language now. My, you know, my pops used to laugh at the house, thought it was funny, just like hearing the language. My mother told me, ah, you see later. And I saw later, like, damn. Like, look at the landscape now. You're with yeah. Nigerian music being just so the biggest shit in the world. And I highly respect it and I love it. I, Yes, and I wish I took learning the language more serious. And shout out to everybody who speak more than one language. You guys are much loved on this side. Okay. And now we, we go to, we're 14, LA. I moved to LA. Uh, I moved right into, if you're from LA, I moved, I lived in the 20s. I lived on 25th and 3rd Ave. That's right in front of the park. Check out uh, 10 Years Slipping in the Bloods, the documentary. My shit, my apartment is <laughs> right there. You can see it on, on the shit, it's, it's wild. And it's crazy because you're moving from there not knowing what area you move into and all these things. So you have to learn all these new awarenesses. <laughs> and aware of what you're wearing color-wise. I definitely got a few questions some day. I remember the first day I moved there, the first day I'm in the park, my favorite color was brown at the time. Uh, I'm 14, I'm at the park playing ball, and it's gonna play in everything. Saw a group of dudes, all black, I'm like, damn it. Uh, that's pretty tight, it's pretty fresh. I I've never seen it before, like, I'm coming from the islands, I live in Orlando, like, gangs, that's not a thing there, like, you, you, you get money, you know, like you're a dope boy, like you see whips, the big rims, the gold teeth, like you signify that, like oh, you probably sell weed, something like that's different versus it's a group of dudes uniformed up, belt hanging, red down to the knee. I thought it was fly, honestly, in my head, because I'm like, it's like a silhouette, like oh, this, this is fresh. I'm not paying it no more, I'm playing basketball. Hey, yo, come here. I'm innocent, I'm naive to the situation, walking over there, I'm like, what's up? He's like, you're not from around here. I was like, nah, I just moved here yesterday. I was like, why? He was like, and they all just bust out. I was like, well, you can't wear all that. 
you can't wear all that brown. I was like, why? Is that? They just went, it, it felt like a movie, but it was real life. I was like, I, I paid attention to it, I listened to it, and then that's when I ended up doing my own personal research afterwards. Like, I was like, whoa. Shit's serious. It's dead serious. I came into it low key, like, at the height of it, like, right before a lot of them ended up dispersing. Because now it's like a whole gentrification going, up, going down, like, in the whole neighborhood. Because my store's in the same area where I grew up, too. All respect to Nipsey Hussle, RIP. Like, just feel like, and I feel like even what he did with that, like I'm going back and forth. He made the city now like respect that vision to where you can pick your sector within the city that's still cultural in a sense of melanin to give them the experience you may have seen that those in that area may not even get a chance to. So I was like, yeah, and I was like, I think about it even when I go to Tokyo they have shops in different neighborhoods. So you have to pick, and most of these dudes, they open their shop where they grew up to give back to the neighborhood in the sense of like, you may not get this swag over here because I left an hour away to go into the city to learn this in 92 or 93 and 20 years fast forward, I'm that guy. Now we're going backwards again. <laughs> I went back inside and I put on a white t-shirt, black <laughs> shorts, uh, and then they were like, that's more like it. Uh, man, LA. LA was the greatest culture shock for everything, but it was also like refreshing because I did grow up in the States, so I was like, oh, I'm back in the States from the islands, like back to, in my head, it's like a new opportunity. My parents split, so I was like, okay, this is a chance for me to know who I am in a sense of what I like personally in a form of taste. So this whole thing for me sitting here is to trump black men with good taste. It doesn't have to be great taste, excellent taste, because it, it, there's levels. But on the third, on the level three, I would say, like in the middle for everybody, it's just good taste. A lot of people got good taste. Hayes is back, got on his slurred words. The, the word mark spaced out correctly. Shout out King. I love his shit. He did pop up in my space too. And I love him just as a cultural figure in hip hop. Like oh, he is greatly, greatly way. appreciated by me. All my homies, like he know it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so yeah. Yeah, so LA. I loved it. I still love it. I didn't leave it. I'm in it still. Like Yeah, I always thought you were from LA. Nah, yeah, I always thought that. And I always let people know that too, just for even a cultural perspective, because I always look at it from a, a perspective of I respect y'all. Like this is y'all home. I just live here. Like if I can give to it, add to it, I'll never take from it. Like that's just never my goal. That's like even me being here right now. Like yeah. I'm here to just add to it and never take from it. And, Help and share. I'm a person that shares information. That's what my name means. It's to, it's to share light. I'm brilliant. It's Anwar. Uh, named after Anwar Sadat. Okay, 14. And then, like, 14, 15, my mother at this time, she continues her Jacoby's work. But at this time, it's just she's doing hair. So she's doing hair in the back of the store, Melrose Rack. It was on Crenshaw, Washington. 
I was under the table working there too. I was running retail, so <laughs> shout out. <laughs> shout out to A. She knows she know what it is. But that was a good spot for me too, just to keep me out of trouble, keep me out of space, selling white tees and understanding that a fresh white tee was a staple in LA fashion and just California culture as well. So every day I had a fresh white tee easy because I was in it, I was, I was selling the t-shirts. Uh, I got to a space too where she was like, she was selling, she was selling the knockoff denims. And oh, this really? dude, Mohammed, he had come through with the knockoff sneakers. So I would sell sneakers back at my school getting them off the view because they didn't know because they they respect they respected my style i was never like if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a big mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your mcdonald's bag as a placemat then that wasn't a road trip it was just a really long drive at participating mcdonald's i would never say i was like the freshest person in school i wouldn't even say i'm the freshest person today. i'm just comfortable in my skin and i like what i wear i'm comfortable with what i wear and the knowledge of the shit that i wear because you are what you wear. It just is what it is. And I took that and then just knowing from even the Virgin Islands, like coming here and knowing about Nigo and BBC through hip hop, through Wayne, seeing on T.I., seeing on Jeezy, seeing on Jay-Z, obviously Pharrell. Who is this Japanese guy? I was never like that on it, the style-wise with hip hop. I got stuck on the Japanese dude. I loved hip hop for music. Style wise, it was like, who's this dude? Okay. Get to learn about him, know about him, who's his friends? Cause it's like, oh, if hip hop got entourage, fashion dudes gotta have entourage too. It's all the same shit. We all, somebody gotta learn for somebody, it's each one teach one. And start learning how massive that world spreads and the roots spread out and then fast forward in time of today, like, now nah, I learn from them type shit. It's crazy, like in real life. It's, it's like crazy. Oh, it's crazy. It's like you manifest the shit. And like you are what you think. And you go to what you're thinking about. So I even like, I just don't carry that certain type of energy around. Like I'm, I'm all positive energy. I'm all about peace. I'm all about cool. But obviously anybody, you press their buttons or you try and get out of line or do some just some weird shit. Like obviously, I'm a cancer. I'll snap. <laughs> it's human nature, right? Yeah. <laughs> human, man. I got, I got people to protect. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, last year, you went crazy with the collabs. Like, was that your plan at the beginning of the year? It was like, I'm just going to collab? Or was it just so many people reaching out and you're just so accepting of it? Like, hey, I just want to create anyway. So how this goes, it goes from all what we just talked about, from learning about all these brands, manifesting all this stuff, being around these people, and just being out, being out and sharing my life openly. People see it, they gravitate towards it. As I say, I'm not like the biggest fashion designer or anything like that. I'm just a lot of times at the right place, the right time. And I personally feel like I know where certain things should be placed based off the knowledge I learned from the people I learned from. Which goes into, yeah, these people end up hitting me up. <laughs> they like how it looks on a, on a third level basis. It's, it has a color palette, it's green, orange, it's white. It's a carrot, it's cute. And yes, B 
beyond inspiration. I'm grateful to be here. Like, like I said, I'm born in Trenton, New Jersey. I've come a long way. I've seen a lot of things by my own knack of moving onward and forward in a positive direction too. So I'm grateful for that. So yeah, they <laughs> hit me up and I say yes. Yeah. <laughs> Did it ever get overwhelming? Because it seemed like every week you were previewing a new collab. It, does it ever get overwhelming? It only gets overwhelming around holiday times when things slow down and I start to look back beyond reflecting. It's just more so like a way, let me look at this real quick. Then I have like, you're taking a breath like, damn. Because, yeah, things move so fast. Like, yeah, you don't get a chance to enjoy it. But I'm aware of it. I'm more so enjoying my house. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm house dad. I'm at the house with the kids. I'm, I'm home every day. Yeah, every time you FaceTime me, it's like, I'm get at the, the kids crib. right there on yeah, top. They, all the time. The goal for me is, like, just to alleviate space. My wife, she's an artist, she's a watercolor artist. So she was... Damn near Prince's creative director before he passed away. Oh, wow. Yeah, my, I'm, I'm cool, but my wife's the shit. Like, I ain't, I'm not <laughs> shit. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, my, my wife's the, that's, that's the goat. She the one. And I'm not saying that just, like, uh, just because I'm being biased or unbiased. Like, if I ain't know her, I'd be like, yo, you, you hard. Like, <laughs> all around, everything. In, outside, inside, your talent. Like, um, yeah, it's overwhelming, but at the end of the day, I cannot have shit. So I'm like, well, I'm grateful. Like, yeah. Let's keep rocking because everybody got their own formula. For me, I'm, I say yes because it's more aspiration than inspiration. Like, it's look where he came from. Mm-hmm. Like, the inspiration thing, I'm, I'm grateful for that, but I don't, I don't take credit for inspiration. That's upon the next human. For me, I know it's aspirational because I look back and say, man, it's people where I'm from, they don't live there. And that's everybody. It's relatable. It's identifiable. And I, I speak for those people. Yeah. Just like a lot of motherfuckers get up here and speak for It's share their own story. Was there any collabs you turned down? You don't have to reveal it if there was, but. Real life, I'm trying to think oh really yeah i don't think i turned down even down i don't really i've i have not turned down the collaboration and if i did it wasn't really a turn down it just didn't fully surface because it's just whether time happened or but i'm i'm one of those i'm a man of my word if i say yeah like it's yeah so and everybody can vouch for me whoever i did a collaboration for like he's not lying like yeah from it's like this porch like i don't matter i don't if I rock with you, I rock with you. It's one of those type of situations. So I, I can't say I, I turned down any. There's some that I've done that I'm like, I didn't have to do it. And they know that too. It's like, you didn't have to do that. It's just, if I say yes, yeah, let's, let's rock. My mother said like, you have a job to where you can make poo look good. <laughs> like, all you have to do is make stuff look good. Like, that's a great job. I was yeah. like, that is a great job. Like, thank God. Yes, coming from a woman who had no clue what I was up to for a long time to start seeing it. Would you say like the, the Puma collab 
that was like kind of the big breakthrough for you and Carrots? I'll always say that Puma Clyde was the, the biggest breakthrough for me personally. Okay. Because I was never looking to be like a personal figure in that space as a, like a creative director or going out and shooting photos in Sao Paulo, using the photos and putting it on a t-shirt. I didn't, I never saw myself as that person and they gave me that opportunity and brought it to me. Like, do you want to do this? We need someone for this. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing this. I'm just that person. Like, I'm just assertive. I'm like, I'm not going to say no. What? Yeah, I'm doing it. And ask, hey, have you done it? Can you do it? Yes. So it was also, it was the opener for me. So like, Next year will be 10 years and I'm, I'm back. <laughs> we're, we're back this time and it's, it's, it's different, yeah. It's Puma life again, like it's 10 years ago. Yeah, on my side, at least. But that was definitely a breakthrough, but on some real, some damn Crocs. Man, Legendary. Shout out to Crocs. <laughs> I'm sure they're still selling them, right? They're gone. They're gone? They're gone everywhere. And we, Do you know what they flipping for then? Do you ever go, go and The look? flip's not even crazy. Really? And I've st I still see people buying them today and like they're buying them at resale. And it's like amazing to see people buy rubber shoes at resale. It's sick, <laughs> I'm just being honest. It's just, it's, it's real, it's, it's real cool to see. I've never seen it before. <laughs> because I grew up like when Pops was like, I'm not paying that much for canvas shoes. I'm not paying that much for rubber shoes. And I'm like, I feel you. It's like some leather boots. Yeah, I want to do it for leather. Mm -hmm. Is, is material, but we in a different space, different time, and yeah, yeah they flipping. It's, but it wasn't like the first. The first drop, they were they were hitting. Oh, they, were, yeah. they were going for the highest. Second drop, I, mean, I think we dropped those things like six times. It's <laughs> a lot of Crocs out there. There's a lot of kids no, Crocs out there, man. from the babies to the adults. And like, it's even cute to see like little kids have them. We out and like my kids. Yeah, it's Crocs. <laughs> like my kids are aware of what's what's going on too. Yeah, yeah I don't care, Crocs, and they have no clue. Like, they, I'm like, nice shoes. Like, oh, thanks. <laughs> yes. It's like it's beyond me at this point. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That was like a that was a hit record. Those were a hit, but it, it opened my audience up. I'm very grateful. Yeah. Last year I was shopping at the mall. I can't remember what store I was in, but I saw a carrot shirt like on sale at the store. It was probably Paxson or Urban or Nordstrom. Nordstrom's. Boom. That's what it was. And I was like. I'm attacking the mall, man. Like, I, I just saw some jets at the mall a couple days ago, like 13-year-olds. Like, y'all the new mall way. I was, a, I was a mall baby. Drop me off at the mall. I'm going, going <laughs> yeah, to the movies. Yeah, spend the whole afternoon there. Yeah. Right? The homies. You go peep some girls. You go get some candy whatever. You go peep the clothes that's in there, even if you can't afford them. It's that step to opening up worlds. Especially you start seeing, so like, what's this? Google it and you start opening up the world. It's that portal, any way to share information. That's how I look at the clothing. Any way to share the information. Yeah. And the information is hip-hop. Um, all this shit hip-hop at the end of the day for me. It's all about the music at the end of the day. And that's why I'm even grateful to be in this situation. Yeah. That's why I'm here in Atlanta, by the way. It's harvest and it's the picking, yeah. the picking of. Yeah, because when I saw the shirt on there, I was like, man, I remember Anwar and Josh running up to me in Tampa at a big crick concert yeah. when Casey was performing with the peas and carrots mm -hmm. shirt. Like, and I was wearing a DGB hat. It was probably a one-on-one. -on -one. I don't know if it was you or Josh. But like, and I that was the last hat. show. 
That yeah. was the last day I remember that because the whips was out that night. It felt, <laughs> it felt real because I felt at home that night because I was like, man, like, I'm from, like, not too far away from here. And I was like, I'm going to have to go back to L.A. after this, but this, I'm going to soak this in. And I, was like, and I met my wife off that big crit tour. Really? Yeah. We, we stopped in San Francisco. It was an after party. And I just saw her in the alley, and I was like, oh, you got to come here. <laughs> I gave her the finger, too. Like, it was 90, like the 90s. Like, you got you to come here. She's like, me? I was like, like for real. <laughs> it was no joke. I never looked back. Yeah, but just to see, like, the peas and carrot shirt that day, then to see the carrot shirt in the, in the Nordstrom, it was like, man, I'm proud of this guy. <laughs> like, because yeah, that's just, where, like, you know, from starting off. Consistency. Just yeah. Consistency. It's never about, like, who's better. It's like, who keeps going? Who can keep it going? It's all about, yeah, how you make yours to provide for your dream, to make it come true. It takes a lot to get a lot. Um, what's your thoughts on the, the fashion industry today? Well, my thoughts on the fashion industry today, I, I said it again, I said it before, I'm not really like the fashion guy. I just really like clothes. Uh, I love clothing. Uh, I've gotten to the space of when I say that like the figures of clothing or fashion, I still look at the same guy who got me into this when I was 13 years old and it'll never change. And that's ego, big T. Uh, shit, human made, Bathe and Ape, Uniqlo, Adidas, on the way to Nike right now. Yep. Then friggin' doing album, Victor Victor shit, he my blueprint. Like, I highly respect that man. It won't change. That's, that's my fashion climate. Anything happening in Japan, just, it's because it's like the perfect band between calm and chaos, and you can see that in the fashion. So I'm just always, because I, I came into it off of Japanese streetwear fashion, because that was the way the knowledge went first, because that's how I learned about it. And then living in L.A., I learned about L.A. streetwear fashion. That's when I was in it, you know? So it's like, it's two different worlds for me. And I never explained that, but that's, that's what goes on in my brain. Yeah. That's why my, a lot of mine, it looks like L.A., it looks like Japan. People don't know, oh, is he the owner? And then, yeah, I got the shooter, my shooter, he... He an OC with it. <laughs> Shout out, Adrian. So I'm going to, you know, guess there's a lot of, uh, you know, designers that are going to be watching this interview, man, trying to tap in, get some knowledge. What's some game you would share to someone that's really just trying to start out? The only game I have about fashion, and it's never even really about fashion, it's just about business and just wanting to be self-made or entrepreneur, or DIY. Make sure you have the funds to fund your, fund your situation. I don't care where you get it from. You, I just do your thing. I, I would prefer it to be legal, whether you work for, you take a job, and you do it part-time. It's just as long as you put the time into it, it's going it's gonna to grow. It's just a, it's just a whole vegetation thing. Like if we, uh, it lends itself to its own affirmations, but it's just real life. Like you tend to something, it just, it's just gonna be what it is. Like I'm in a space right now, this man has two recording studios. He has the porch that you know about. There's rent this out for music, music videos. There's ways to, and this is all in one space. It's a four in one. It's four ways to make the money back to take care of the roof so you can be in here. Simplistic.
But just the, the simple ways is just to have your funds. Like Nipsey said, just go get you some money, my nigga. You feel better. Like, I, yeah. I love that shit. Like, yeah, you feel better. You can do what you want. Not to call it freedom, but money is energy. It's the energy you put into it is what you get back. I don't really speak money talk like that because I'm not, I'm not that guy I like to just talk, tell you about money, but money is energy. You get out what you put in. That's it. But fashion, fashion is just like art, just like music is a, a subjective. I can't tell you what's good, what's bad. I can just only tell you what I fuck with. And that's just simple on the board. And that's just me. Going back to uh, consistency, did you ever feel like giving up at any point during this journey? I never felt like giving up at this journey. Even when I felt like we, not even I felt like, even when we had to transition just based off of just decisions. I never felt like giving up. Pop back up two weeks later. Dude <laughs> walked up in front of me like, yo, let's do a pop up. I said, I'm, I'm not doing that situation anymore. And he's like, well, shit, you want to start, start your brand? Toyota and, uh, what was it, Scion at the time, Scion Folded. They, they helped fund Cares when I first started. They gave me 10 bands to start my shit. Luckily, I had some, some steps in the game already. I was already, what, I was already almost 10 years in at that time. So, personally, just in it, not making money in it. Yeah. I didn't really make money in this. Like, yeah, like I did the Puma thing. Well, which is around the same time because we transitioned right after that Puma stuff. That, that ended, I was like, wow, now I'm really on more cares. Like, what, what was this? Was that like a, a foreshadow or I never really wanted to separate the whole P's and cares thing. It was just differences within the triangle. Yeah. Uh, the whole dream was to each corner successful. Yeah, because he had the rap. Music, yeah. You got look at Mr. Exec. You got, yeah, exactly. And everybody just come together. It. So it's just a fruitful, <laughs> fruitful event. Yeah. Fruitful management, fruitful label, fruitful whatever it could have been. But we all are doing our own things and um, bless us everybody. I'm happy to see everybody doing their thing, living their life, everybody alive, looking healthy. That's what it's about at the end of the day. Absolutely. Can you reveal any uh, upcoming drops, or collabs, anything, or what's uh, coming next for Carrots? What's coming next for Carrots? Well, uh, actually, when I get back, uh, I got a full collaboration with Ebbetsfield. Ebbetsfield is based out of Seattle, but they just got uh, acquired by Lids. Okay. We, got, we all in the fitted game lane, but the whole collection being Lids, all the Lids throughout America, you can get in that lane. That's huge. Yeah, it's, it's pretty popular and pop-ups at my store, so the initial drops at my shop, uh, November 6th, I think it is. Um, currently working on the album with Def Jam, it's gonna be a compilation. Oh, yeah, we didn't tap into that, yeah. See, let me show you guys. Uh, so now when you say an album, we know you're not rapping, right? Oh, I'm definitely not <laughs> rapping, man. Uh, I'm, I'm walking through the doors of those who opened it for me in respects of the like DJ Khaled's of the world. I wouldn't even put DJ in front of mine because I don't DJ either. I'm just here to curate and, like I said, like place things where I feel like it should be placed in, in, in my world. Yeah. Who are some yeah. of the artists you've been working with lately? And shout out to the FUBU album as well. Uh, 
as of lately, lately being the last four days. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, you are. Yeah, I've been in Atlanta working. Huh? I just started on Monday, I swear to God. Oh, for real? Oh, man, just got the feet wet and they just, they're soaking. I'm going to come clean. Uh, yeah, we got Huncho, uh, Anicia, who came through. Uh, this guy, Z6 Saint. I like this guy. I found him off the IJU. I don't know if you know the IJU guys. It's like a film team out here. Shout out to you guys. You guys are doing dope shit. I love it. Um, who else we got? Benny the Butcher came through last night. We got, who else we had on there? There's a Maxwell Cream record that got sent through that he hopped on last night. Along with his other cat, Reggie. He's out of Houston. Tasteful. He's amazing. He's, uh, he's definitely one of the, he's one of the best. This, this guy's. Those that know, they know. He 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 he's he's the one. He he's next. Um, who else do we have in here? We had Jetson. Jetson May came through. This other guy, Cushington, Big Belly Cush, hard redhead. Yeah, he, voice is amazing. He can get on anything, like literally anything. He, I, he played me all his music. I told him, like, bro, you, you made me feel 13 again. It just felt He's like Jesus. He's got that, like, Gotti Jesus. Man, he, 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 he brings it back to that time. Yes, he brings it back, and it's, it's refreshing because he can get, literally, he can get on anything from just the look down to the voice and knowing that it's actually, that's, this is authenticity as fine as, uh, yeah, he was amazing. What's we had in there? Seti Hendrix. Reese LaFleur came through. I already shout out my boy Reese. That's, that's, that's 10 plus years of friendship. He means well. That's my boy. <laughs> like you got a lot of work done. Oh, uh, yeah. Two feet Bino. I love okay. his energy. That's a great guy. He got, he got, a lot of, he got a lot of music out of that man. Oh, yeah. Nah, we got, we got to it. Love. Tony Snow came through and put, put some down. It's going to be major, man. Yeah, yes, definitely. And it's just Atlanta Pickens. I still got uh, L.A. to go. <laughs> uh, we just got it's, – it's starting to become a thing now. It's like people are hitting us up but from states. It's like – Yeah, once they know it, once word gets out, it's like – Yeah, but now it's We like, need to be on this. Because I, I was funding this one, so now they have to – Sponsors out there, any product placement you want to put down? I've been placing my own product out. How about your man's, man? It's easy to just get in my DMs. That's how it works. I answer it. I run my social, my email. Everything's there. And that's how everything comes through. That's how everything happens. All right, before we get you out of here, um, anyone you want to shout out? I know it might be a long list, but anyone in particular? Shout out to my mom, shout out to my dad, shout out to my other dad, shout out to my other dad, shout out to the other mom, shout out to my wife, sister, my niece, my kids, the homies, the homies I don't know, everyone in the world, salute and love, peace. Bitches, she know it. Seen me paragraphs, I done heard it before, so I ignore it.